0: Welcome to the Sports Betting Podcast. The Line Breakers.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Line Breakers Podcast. I'm your host, Coop. I'm here with the professor and the mechanic. Mechanics, back-to-back weeks. How do you feel about that? How do you feel? We we brought you on another week.
0: I'm, like, uh, ecstatic about going two for two. Oh. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what a what a what a run! Unlike the that Met guy who uh, didn't continue his batting hitting streak. Right, oh, it ended today. Uh, Ramos, or Ramos, whatever. yeah, twenty six yeah. games. The yeah.
2: guy actually went on a game pinch hit and then uh, extended his game. So that yeah, was pretty. He cool. got robbed he got pretty in ballsy. his fourth at bat or whatever it was. Yeah, well, what can you do?
1: Yeah, pretty ballsy going. There's a pinch hitter and risking that day. but And, the Professor, how are you doing? How are we doing today?
2: Pretty good, pretty good. Waiting for uh, this podcast to get moving and yeah. uh, come out with some good stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's excited because you got the uh, Robert Morrison pick right last That's week. That right. The free pick. A I can't believe pick. you gave out a free pick. We're all mad over here, but he gave it out. Uh, well, and hopefully uh, hopefully, someone cashed in. On I that. had studied Robert Morris. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yep. quite, actually, it was quite a good game, but yeah. uh, you know, we covered
1: Yeah, exactly like a local school and yeah, we picked one right, so to speak. Now we're just gonna jump right into it's Wednesday, but yesterday was the big Mets collapse, giving up seven runs in the ninth inning after being up ten to four. Uh, what do you think about that mechanic? What you, uh, are your thoughts about that whole game? Well, being how a Yankee whole...
0: fan, I thought it was epically funny and, and amusing. I think it's also ironic that both the Yankees and the Mets scored 10 runs last night, but the Mets lost 11-10 to and the Yankees won 10-1. to
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, that's just how the Yankees do it, though. Callaway can't make one right decision, that poor guy. Yeah. He's really bad off. And it was unfortunate, because I am a Mets fan, but I had put a bet on Washington in the morning, <laughs> and uh, when I saw the Mets winning, I said, "Okay, I don't mind losing money here." <laughs> I actually picked the uh, over seven and a half too, so yeah, I ended so you got up the, winning, mm-hmm. but crying about the Mets. Yeah,
1: yeah, up ten to four. Especially Pete Alonso, I guess hit his what was that his forty fourth homer on the Say top that of the name ninth. One
2: more time, Pete Alonso. There you go. That <laughs> kid can hit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the polar bears, they call him. That's right. The rookie, is leading the team. Um, Maybe some of that leadership will rub off onto the bullpen. Edwin Diaz can't seem to do anything right. Comes in just it was just very quick, short, sweet, to the point. Uh, they got one out, but after that, the the floodgates opened up and they just scored seven straight runs. Three run bomb by Kurt Suzuki, especially on a full count too. Give him a pitch like just middle middle, he just crushed it, no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, but yeah. you know the the Mets and their manager are officially toast. You know, stick them both with a fork. Because they're not making the playoffs, and There's he's,
1: still he's not. Chance. Great.
2: They're holding on by the edges yeah, of
1: the four field. and a half back as of right now. The Come Cubs on. the Cubs still have to. Uh, <laughs> the Cubs are off today, so they won't play until uh, tomorrow. On by the
0: shortest of the shorty hairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stick them with, both with a fork mm. and uh, move on.
1: Yeah, and the Mets have all tough series, too. They play the Dodgers, they play the Phillies, they play the Diamondbacks, who's two and a half back from the wild card. They're not going to roll over. Uh, they play the Braves last series of the season. I think they just played the Reds. And the Marlins are really the only easy, like, quote-unquote, easy series they have. But, I mean, yeah. But I I don't think Mickey Calloway is going to get fired after this year. I think it was just a mess of a year. I don't think he'll get fired, though.
0: We'll have to put an over-under on that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The whole Mets season, though, it seems after Cespedes happened and all those games they blew middle of the year. I mean, the the whole wheel just fell off. I don't think they're going to fire him yet. I think they'll give him one more year or a half a year.
2: I, I agree. Yeah. I think he's going to stick around for one more year. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's two to one against. Well, I think, like I said last week, the Mets are about uh, two years away. Yeah. From taking it all.
1: Mm-hmm. But speaking about that over under on thelinebreakers dot com, where we put all our picks up there, we have uh, we had five picks over the weekend in college football. We also put our future over unders, uh, five for uh, the NFL. Uh, you can go check them out. We also have tomorrow's game. Um, you're going to see who we pick, what we took. Uh, just got to go over there, the linebreakers.com, go over there, set up, and uh, you'll be able to see who we took and, and all of our expert analysis, what we put into, what we look at for, uh, to see how we track to uh, get our winners.
0: Yeah, I mean, like a lot of sites just say, you know, pick this, and with no rationale behind it, so you really are picking in the blind. At least here, if you believe in what we're saying, and we put it out there beforehand... Uh, you can say you know that that sounds rational. That sounds like they've actually put some thought into this.
1: Yeah, Other exactly. Than, we're know. not looking at Minnesota, Atlanta. We're just going uh, pick Minnesota because they're the home team.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Last week we picked uh, the uh, Penn State game, and uh, we said it was going They were going to light up the scoreboard like a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, they did. Seventy yeah. nine or seven. It was even eight. more. They almost broke the scoreboard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just wanted to get into the fact that. Uh, With the legalization of sports betting uh, pioneered by New Jersey and the Supreme Court ruling last May of 2018, states across the country are jumping on board because, for instance, when it's announced that New Jersey has more sports betting than Nevada, you know New York legislators are just flipping out that that's tons of revenue that's, that's being lost. And especially when they estimate that 33% of the sports betting in New Jersey is done by New Yorkers. You know, they're, they're crossing the border. As soon as their phone is in New Jersey, they can place their bets. Mm-hmm. And they're they're racing as fast as they can to legalize it there, along with 27 other states.
1: Yeah, people have just been waiting for this. And, and now exactly the first couple of states have fallen, so to speak, and the rest will just follow. They see how well it's doing. Um, all the networks are following, even some of the sports... Um franchises and, uh, like, leagues, like the NBA. Obviously, the NFL yeah. is moving a team to Las Vegas. I mean, I yep. can only tell you so much about it. NHL is already there. Yeah. I mean, so it's only it's only a matter of time until all 50 states have uh, legalized sports betting. Yeah,
0: and, and Fox has gone uh, on the bandwagon announcing Fox Bet or Fox Betting, whatever it's called. It's, you know, ads appearing everywhere starting last week. So, uh, as that is exploding and the proliferation of sports betting sites are all over the place, there's competition for your accounts. And so that all these places are offering perks, ranging from matching initial deposits to cash for opening a new account, bet guarantees, odds boosts, you know, stuff I've never even heard of. So if but it's, it's very important. So if you're yeah. but if you're serious about betting, you should take advantage of these perks, and you should be shopping odds. But you should also open multiple accounts because there's going to be a half a point or two this way or that, and that's going to make a difference between you pushing or losing your parlay or just outright losing your bet. Especially in the NFL, where quite often the odds are just so on point, it's it's mind-boggling that you know they call you over/under and it's 45 and and, and the, the game is 44. I'm like you're or, or, or yeah. 45 even, and so if you shave off a point or so. You know, before you place your bet between the sites, and then there's no reason not to take advantage of the money that they're throwing at you. Last year with FanDuel, they threw me money to sign up, then they gave me 26 to 1 to bet on the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, and they'll send you things in the mail all the time, they'll give you free money, especially like free money.
0: We have one of them right here Yeah, the producer just gave us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His daughter. I don't think he's ever bet anything. She gets in the mail.
1: Exactly. I'm sure if you you sign up somewhere, it'll be on their mailing list. You'll get this. It's like $500 to bet. Yeah. Well, that's
2: what it is. They're trying to get a lot of your information. They try, and and of yeah. course, you know, they, they they want to build up their uh, their list. So yeah, they I, want you in. Yeah. Right. So I thought it was interesting uh, you just mentioned about the Fox News because the Fox News they're not ready yet, but they're saying we're going to be open soon. So give yeah. us your email so yeah. we could tell you and get you when, on, the, on the when list, yeah. which is really interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and then I was just going to follow up with uh, what the, the mechanic was saying that uh, it's it's exploding all over the place. That we know some people from uh, uh, the William Hill uh, organization, and they are opening up in Iowa, of all places. I mean, what the hell is over there in Iowa? Yeah, exactly. But the they're paper. opening up betting cows cap- and <laughs> corn, cows and corns, right? <laughs> and, and that's a lot of
1: corn money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they'll just they'll get. I mean, they're obviously it's going to be almost new everywhere. Once states start. Um, uh legalizing it. So I mean they just wanna be the first one there. They want to be so just put their uh put their flag down so to speak and uh, get the name out there so people will join will join their site. I could
2: just see the guy milking the cow and he's
1: gotta to stop to put his bets in. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> or or cash out early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that after a break, right? Yep.
1: Yep, we'll take a quick break right now. <laughs> We're back with the Linebreakers podcast. I'm Coop. He's the mechanic. We also have the professor here. We just talked a little bit about the Mets, um, how they kind of blew that one the other day. Uh, a little bit about sports betting and all the apps that they're going to come out now with. All the kind of all the promotions and just how you got to uh, make multiple accounts on it to try to uh, get the most out of it.
0: Yeah, I mean they're throwing money at you, so take it and run. I mean, they're even giving guarantees that, you know, if you lose 200, 500, whatever, they'll match what you lost, and you then get to bet a- a- again, yeah. you know, just to get their, their hooks in you.
1: Yeah, they want to get you in, and that's when you come in, that's when you get our advice, and that's when you win. That's what they don't want. They don't want you to win right away, and that's what we want you to get, do to you guys. We want you to, we want to help you guys win right away so you're starting up top.
2: You know, and, and and by the way what 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 a lot of people don't know is that when you uh become a uh, uh I guess a uh customer of some of these betting sites and you, and you catch their attention you're you're betting you know some some decent money um they they can put you on some kind of a VIP list uh where they have a you have a handler and sometimes these handlers will uh well you know reward you or give you a bonus sometimes when you lose money that kind of stuff so you you should check all that out and there's a lot of opportunity out there this this is a whole new industry and everybody's trying to fight for the same uh customer yeah and it's one of those things sports
1: betting you're not always going to win you're not going to win every day so it's it's one it's very important just to try to get the most out of when you when you do lose and that's exactly what we the professor's talking about like these kind of kickbacks when you lose they kind of they kind of want to um like grease your wheels a little bit stuff like that and uh to like keep you in the well, game. Well, they want to keep you. That's the yeah. key thing. So, mm-hmm. so
2: if you're someone who's betting and sometimes you're, you're losing, you can't always win. You're right. Yeah. But sometimes you get a heavy hit or whatever. And and, uh, and if you catch the attention of some of these betting sites, they may be giving you some kind of, um, you know, not a kickback, but basically a reward for for the business you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is like you would do in, uh, with credit card companies or whatever, where you're saying, hey, listen, uh, you know, I've been using you guys. Can you reduce yeah. my interest rates? Everybody will be able to give you something. And I think in this industry, you're going to see a lot of it now. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and They're also taking advantage of the fact that everyone does this on their mobile device so that you you always have the ability to be monitoring what's going on. Unlike back in the day, you called up the bookie, you placed your bet. That's your bet. You're done. You're locked in. Then you go to the game or you go to the bar and then you win or you lose. Now you can be changing your bet Midstream, you can be making another bet. You can bet against yourself. You can cash out early if you're winning. There's endless opportunities that they're coming up with to entice you to bet more and bet more often. So, like the other day, if you had bet the Mets, well, you should have hit the cash out button. <laughs> you
1: know? I bet you people sitting in the top of the ninth at ten four. You're probably like, "I'm not going to cash out now. What am I do you yeah. like this or yeah. eight four? Even eight four in the eighth, you're like, "I'm good." Look, like, why do I need nine hundred? We're not going to win a thousand. Yeah, exactly. Well, guess what? You lost. Ninety nine point seven percent of the time, teams win in those situations,
0: except if you're the Mets. Yeah,
1: except if you're the Mets. Yeah. But that is important. I do like the uh, when you get. Well, obviously, midway through the game or or three quarters of the way through the game, they'll give you that cash out option because, I mean, that's like instant win. That's I mean, it's almost like it's like when you're playing deal or no deal. It's like you got to take the deal sometimes.
0: Yeah. So that happened to me a few months ago. I placed my bet in New Jersey. I went to New York to watch the game. And I was winning and it looked like I was going to lose. So I hit the cash out button. You can't cash out if you're in New York because that's considered a bet. Uh So I had to jump in my car, drive three miles to Jersey, hit the cash out button and then go back.
1: The mechanic just sprinting across the border, yeah, yeah, yeah. sprinting well, off the DMV. I don't sprint anymore.
0: So now, so
2: now, now we could call you the degenerate mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: degenerate, yeah, sprinting but, to uh, get his cash out. No, in. I said to the bartender, "I'll be back in like ten minutes." Because where are you going? I go. I gotta, I gotta cancel my bet. I'll <laughs> she, be back she, she had. to stop That's laughing. what they all say. Yeah, I'll yeah. be back.
1: Yeah. I'll be back to pay this tab once yeah. I cash out my bet. Yeah, I
0: gotta cancel my bet so I can pay. <laughs>
2: Hey, there's another point that when, when you were talking about, uh, you know, having more than one account, I, what I've noticed recently is that, that uh, and I don't want to bash them, but FanDuel, <laughs> um, there are times when you are looking at your bets, and I guess maybe electronically or algorithms or whatever, they know what you like or whatever, uh-huh. and you're looking at a game and you may want to put another bet on it. Or a different bet or something, you didn't put a bet on it before, and they see that, and you see the uh, the odds, and it's looking pretty good for you, and then you put, you hit it, and all of a sudden, it lo and changes. behold, they like to change the uh, odds. Yeah, on,
1: it's uh, almost like they're showing the starting odds, and then yeah. when you click on it, you see and what the, you're not, the live odds. If you're odds. not
2: smart enough, I mean, or you don't catch it, you'll probably be going straight through to make make it happen, thinking yeah. you're getting it at a good deal, and you're not. You yeah, know, it's they, one they, thing. they got be the careful. little bookie
0: in your phone, you know, shaving you, the barber. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly.
2: Yeah, so you so got to be careful for yeah. that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When, I was, when I was young, we had, a, we had a bookie that knew my betting trends, and whatever the line was, it was a, a, a point or so against me, you know, whatever I wanted. So we started calling him the barber. I'm like, you're shaving me every time. <laughs> and he laughed. He goes, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs>
1: Go bet with someone else. <laughs> yeah. so. But that's just important advice from the professor. Always just keep it, keep track of what the odds are, especially when you click into the game to make sure that you're.
2: I mean, you're betting the odds that you want. That's right, and as I always say, let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> so
0: speaking about betting, the the, uh, the nine hundred pound gorilla in sports betting is the NFL, which kicks off tomorrow.
1: Finally, Packers-Bears.
0: the 100-year uh, anniversary of the NFL, they're celebrating by having the two of the oldest institutions in football, the Packers, visiting the Bears.
1: The Packers who hold the rivalry, may I add. and uh, 97 and 95 and 6.
0: So the line is the Bears at home favored by three, which to the uninitiated is the standard home field advantage. So in other words, they consider these teams on a neutral field that would have been a zero-point line. But because it's being played Soldier in Field. the revered Soldier Field, which is a, a shithole, yeah, um, quite frankly, as is.
2: Uh, oh, didn't it, the, uh, no, didn't they renovate it recently? They renovated Lambeau Field, yeah,
0: but Lambeau, but not not Soldier Field. You're sitting on no, a Soldier steel Field, plank. I think
2: they did no, they did some other stuff on the outside. do not they did well, inside. now the
1: Packers are still sitting on a, plank, yeah, though, sitting on on a the, plank on the on the on the, on the sidelines yeah. at least. Well, it's Chicago. What do you expect?
2: Yeah, oh,
0: whatever.
1: It's a blue collar city. Yeah. They're not going to give you fancy seats like they do at MetLife. Yeah.
0: So, uh, and the over/under is forty-six and a half. Now I know that uh, Coop has done the analysis and made the pick on this, but if you want to know what, who we picked, or Coop, I should say, mm-hmm. you have to go to the dot which is our website, and subscribe, and then you'll find out uh, what the pick is and the reasons behind it. So, in addition. Uh, we've also posted uh, five picks for the season over under totals for the NFL uh, teams. We've only picked five of them because we're only trying to give you the quality picks. If you pick every game, you're reaching on some of those, and we're trying not to do that. Yeah. We're trying to give you the cream of the crop.
1: Those are, it's like tax return money. Like You put the bet in now, you have to wait six months, but you get it when you win.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and what you really need to do is figure out, it's, it's, it's basically 17 weeks of betting, so you, if you budget yourself accordingly, you would make it a much bigger bet.
1: Yeah, you got it, yeah, of course. And then... Always know your bankroll. And then,
0: and then if you're losing, or you're going to lose it, you can hedge it. In other words, start betting against yourself to recoup some of that money you're about to lose, which also gets kind of hairy.
1: But I saw the five picks, and, I mean, I love them. So, yeah.
0: That's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> one so far. Hold your breath. <laughs> hey, you got to you got to have one before you get two. And then uh, Coop's going to do some college, right?
1: Yeah, but we'll talk. Yeah, yeah of course. So we'll lock, that'll that'll yep. be up there.
0: But, mm-hmm. You know, the, the the NFL is what 99% of the country, uh, is is interested in betting on and and does bet on. Yeah. And, uh, it's just become such a huge, huge industry.
1: Yeah. It's either the SEC or the NFL. That's pretty much how it is. The SEC is like its own NFL down there.
0: Yeah. So, but speaking of season totals, um, the Miami Dolphins are all set to, as they say, tank for Tua, the quarterback from Alabama, which is kind of mind-boggling, considering they just gave up a second-round pick to t- to take the quarterback that the Cardinals had taken with a first-round pick, and now he's going to sit behind uh, Ryan Fitz, Fitzpatrick.
1: Fitzpatrick, yeah. So I don't know the what Harvard Josh, Gunner.
0: I don't know what Josh Rosen is thinking. He's like, "What? What the hell did I do wrong? And who did I piss off?"
1: I think it's one of those things they just want to compile picks. They know they're not going to win. The Patriots are going to win that division until Brady or Belichick retires, one of the other or both. Yeah. And so they know that they're not going to win. So you might as well just always go for the future. The spe- it's like the, it's like the 5 year it's like after the 5 year plan. The
0: speculation is they're going to be so bad they're going to have two picks in the top 5 so they'll get Tua and his wide receiver.
1: Oh Alabama. yeah, Jerry Judy, yep. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So I mean, if that's your plan, well then, you know, FitzPatrick's going to lose as many games as possible. And then Rosen would be the backup to Tua yeah. because the odds makers have set their season total at four and a half, which is the lowest I can remember. Maybe not since the days of Tampa Bay that lost their first 26 was the, the line creamsicle low. Um, so, But if you look at their schedule, Miami starts off hosting the Ravens and the Pats, then they go to the Cowboys, and then they have the Chargers at home. Well, how about starting off 0-4? <laughs> I mean, who did the... They piss—who did the Miami Dolphins piss off, off NFL right. headquarters? Yeah, those they're games be- are
1: going to be— uh, I hope you have the fantasy players on the other teams that are playing because they're going to get some points. I mean,
0: they're being treated as if they're the Raiders, for Christ's sakes. You know, <laughs> it's, it's hard to believe, but I think I'm going to take the under. You know, that's not one of my five picks. It's just maybe some free stuff we're uh, saying here. But I don't see five wins on their schedule. If you look at their entire schedule, it's, it's, it's terrible for, you know, uh, a Miami fan. Not that I care. It's bleak. But, you know— by the way, the Raiders once again have the hardest schedule this year. Oh even my goodness, only, here we go again. They only had four wins last year. So they get the hardest schedule, and they got to go to London. You know, they they already go on the West Coast. So why don't we just send them to London on top of it?
1: Well, teams, I mean, franchises love going to London. I know the players hate it, but franchises love it. Franchises love going there, expanding their brand, all that nonsense. I know the players, and I'm sure John Gruden hates that with a passion. But, I mean, they have the hardest schedule because they play the Chiefs twice and the Chargers twice. No, they, they both have the won, hardest ther- schedule because they both won 13 games last They both won 13
0: games last year. They both won $100 million, no. back when that was a lot of money. No. He's been dead for 10 years, and they're still punishing them. And plus no. his son is like Do you um,
2: Do you see point. your psychiatrist for this stuff or uh, not, anymore. The Chargers, okay. not anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Both
1: the Chargers and the and the red and the Chiefs had they had twenty six wins combined. That adds to their win total. And they probably play a tough division. And the I mean Denver they probably won like eight games last year. So I mean what are you gonna do? The Raiders are still trying to look for their quarterback, so they have enough problems as it is with Antonio Brown, especially.
0: Oh god, why do they get that head case?
1: So they trade Khalil Mack, but they get Antonio Brown. I'll never know that.
0: Yeah, that was very weird. But we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a break, and -hmm. when we get back, we're gonna talk about some fundamentals of NFL betting. Some of you people, uh, I would hope know this, but if you don't,
1: listen up. We'll be right back. (laughs) Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Line Breakers podcast. Just another reminder, thelinebreakers.com is our website. Go there. You can see all of our picks for this week. Uh, We have five future picks. Get on that. The NFL starts on Thursday, so that's pretty important. You'll see all of our write-ups for the reasons why we picked either the over or the under for the win totals. And this weekend we'll have five college uh, football and five uh, NFL, just in time for uh, week one of the NFL. So back to the mechanic. We're yeah. talking about betting in sports and uh, all that jazz, especially the NFL.
0: Yeah, so um, most of you know what I'm about to say. But for those who don't, there's like certain fundamentals of NFL betting rules. Number one, you have to know the divisions and know the conferences. If you don't know the structure of the league, you should learn it before you bet. Otherwise, you're going to be throwing your money away. The yeah. reason for this is... Is you make the playoffs by winning your division, regardless of your record, you can even have a losing record and have home field for a playoff game.
1: We saw that in two thousand nine.
0: Yeah, the uh, Seahawks I think were seven and nine, and they hosted the Saints, who were like eleven and five or ten and six, yeah. because they won their division. Yeah. That's a, you get a, you get in the playoffs by winning your division. Mm-hmm. So. Because of this, teams typically are much more focused when they're playing a division rival because it's a doubly important game. You win that game, it's like winning two games because you've sunk them in your division by a game and you've gone up a game.
1: Yeah, you go 6-0 in your division, you're looking pretty good.
0: Yeah, so it's similar to baseball when you're playing the teams in your division. You know, It's t- two in the lost column, basically. You
1: know? And they also, those teams know each other a little bit more. They play each other twice a year. They've seen all the film. They know the coaches. They know the players. They know the system. So, and, I mean, they usually know exactly what's going to happen. It just comes down to the X's and, and O's.
0: And they have rivalries and hatreds that go back decades. Yeah. And it's in, it's inherited. You know, there's a lot more player movement, but the, the teams themselves are, are instilled with the hatred of that other team cuz they're much more focused when you're playing your division rival.
1: Yeah, like Bears Packers tomorrow, like they know all the old players, they know the Hall of Fame players, they know the recent games. They get I mean even if a player gets signed on Tuesday to play the Thursday night game, they still know all the all the history behind it. They walk in, they can just feel it. Just feels different.
0: Yeah. And this this carries over even when one team sucks. You know, not to beat a dead horse, but the Dolphins have often beaten the Pats even when they've been horrible. And they've been horrible for quite a long time, but they still managed to beat the Dolphins at least one of those games that they meet you know, twice a year in.
1: Yeah, last year was that Hail Mary lateral play, but they yeah. still won. I
0: mean, another one of those storied rivalries is the Steelers and the Bengals. Most people don't think of the Bengals as being anything because most of the time they're not very good. But some of those brutal games have been... Through the years, have been the Steelers and the Bengals. Usually, the Steelers have a better record, and the Bengals don't. But it means a lot to the Bengals and their fan base to put up a big fight and to have some vicious, vicious hits in those games. It's just you know, it's just that's the way it is. So when there's a big line on that game because the and the Bengals suck, usually you should wise to maybe take those points you know you might not win but it's going to be usually a very closely fought game
1: yeah yeah these are usually the factors that we look at too especially you'll probably see these in our write-ups later in the season when we either when we take these games or I mean you'll just notice all these things that we're talking about they'll see in the in our write-ups yeah
0: so and then in the future we'll talk about schedules and scheduling but for now I think we're going to move on to uh, Coop's specialty which is college ball
1: Mm -hmm. college football last week college football is back but also the bad beats We have two in particular this weekend, Northwestern, Stanford, six and a half points. Um, That was what Northwestern was getting. It was 10 to seven, a minute left in the game. They're on their own 10. The game's pretty much over there. I mean, they haven't been able to do anything all day. Quarterback rolls out, has all the time in the world, for some reason, just waits for the Stanford guy just to come chase him down, strip him, pick up the ball, dusted the ball off a little bit and walks in the end zone score ends up to be 17-7 they don't cover anymore i mean i'm sure most people out there probably lost a bunch of money especially watching the game at the end thinking that you have it in the bag there i mean that's literally the worst thing that can happen and, and of course it happens to you then we have the auburn auburn oregon game the saturday night game everyone was watching it the lights on the uh into the jerry world end of the game coming down it's a one point game oregon's getting three So, I mean, you'd think that they're in field goal range. There's like 10 seconds left. You think they're just going to spike the ball, kick a field goal. Nope. Heaves into the end zone. Of course, the Auburn guy gets it. 27 20. Game over. They don't, obviously, Oregon doesn't end up covering. And that's that. I mean, happy to be college football to be back. But of course, the bad beats are even back, even back, even more. So, (laughs) I mean, it's just one of those things. You got to, if you bet often, you're going to get these bad beats. It's going to happen, it's inevitable. I mean, you you love being on the winning side, but obviously you can't always be on the winning side, so you're just going to have to deal with it from time to time.
0: So before we uh, went on the air, we were talking about uh, these games where big colleges fly in patsies for a big paycheck <laughs> and then obliterate them.
2: Yep, <laughs> right. That's, that's right They. There's, uh, there's an old uh, adage they use in college sports is uh, you start off your season with uh, a really beat-up team, and you beat them to the ground to start your season off. And I think that's what happened with uh, Penn State this week where they uh,
0: – But they pay these guys like a million bucks to show yeah. up and get their asses well, kicked. Well, and that's
2: almost like <laughs> nothing for those big universities. Well, those schools but. need the money, and, uh, of course, a team like Penn State, they got to the show everybody what they do.
0: Yeah. And, and what was the score?
2: 79-7. Oh, to seven. Yeah. And there was I think the Maryland yeah, like 70. Maryland seven, versus Howard, yeah. yeah. To, right. nothing. 79 exactly. nothing. Exactly. But yep.
0: you look at these lines and you're like, you know, oh, they're getting 45. That looks good. No, oh, they need 60. You know, it's like Warner Wolf used to say: if you had so-and-so in 80 points, you lose. you <laughs> <laughs> lost by 82.
1: <laughs> Alabama's giving 55 and a half this week to New Mexico State. I think I saw something since Nick Saban's been there. They've never covered a 50-point game.
0: Maybe, maybe we have to tease that. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Tease that with some other
2: 60-point game. I mean, at what point does a, a, a college level, when you are beat a team by 50 points and you still want to put up more points, it's yeah. like, you know. It's almost like you don't want to,
1: like, just go down at the one. You just have to score. I mean, your players are just like your your freshman players are better than their yeah. Like but kids are taught everybody's kids. taught.
2: You know, you don't beat True. the other side senseless. I mean, you know, now you've got to beat. You still got a few minutes to go, and you're still scoring points. I uh, don't know. I've never seen a team
1: just kneel the ball in, in college football like that. But 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 mentioning about how teams pay other colleges to come into their stadium just for tune up games, we'll call it. Tennessee ends up paying Georgia State a million bucks. They think they're going to come in. Tennessee's going to whoop them. Whatever. Georgia State ends up winning thirty eight to thirty.
0: <laughs> serves them right
1: And Tennessee's always One of those teams Like They have a good fan base Kind of like a history there Peyton Manning went there All that Peyton history yeah. Um, But they never They don't They never In recent history They've just never They've never done anything They've always had hype In the beginning of the year And just just nothing. And now they just blow this game. I mean, you could say their season's pretty much over.
0: All right. So you're going to have five college games for our listeners to uh, check out, right? Yep, yep. Yep.
1: We will have five college do, and five do, NFL. Do we have
0: any of these ridiculously
1: large lines? I mean, you have to find out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, do I have to pay to find out? I mean, I'll tell you later. But. I'll tell you later. <laughs> Obviously, right. I can't tell them. Right. But thelinebreakers.com, go there. Subscribe, and you'll be able to see all of our picks that we have. And once again, we'll have 10 picks, five college, five NFL. Who want, who doesn't want that? And then Christmas we also have early. the
0: five uh, picks will still be up for your season totals for the futures bet mm-hmm. for, yep. the, for the NFL teams, for their whether they'll go over or under, whatever the uh, odds makers have set.
2: Oh, and don't forget, we should uh, put up soon the uh, futures for the uh, playoffs and World Series for the uh, teams. Baseball.
1: Yeah. That's coming. it's yep. coming. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if the Mets are a part of that uh, prognosis.
0: All right, so we're going to finish up with what I'm calling a PSA, public service announcement. Um, the old phrase is bet with your head, not over it. And if you've been betting at all, you, you know what I mean. And the uh, second part of that is uh, if you believe you have a problem, you probably do. And if you do, there's the 1 800 gambler hotline to call to. Uh, dig yourself out of trouble. They're not going to give you any money, but they might give you some guidance on who to talk to to uh, stop betting over your head.
1: Yeah, we don't want anyone here losing their mortgage or losing or or taking their paycheck for their bills and stuff like that. We don't want to you don't want to see that.
2: Yeah, you know that? That reminds me we will we'll have some uh, recurring talks about uh, discipline and betting too because sometimes people Yeah, you know, that's all
1: part of bankroll
0: management. Bankroll management. And exactly. uh, you know, quitting while you're ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh, and if you're going to use our subscription service, you're agreeing that you are the legal age in your state, and in New Jersey, that's 21. So uh, if you're going to sign up and uh, pay for our advice, we're not a betting site, we're just an advice site, but uh, presumably you're paying for our advice so that you then can go bet, and that site's going to also require you to confirm your age. So don't come back to us and say, "Way, way, way! I paid for your advice and I'm not allowed to bet, so give me my money back, because that's not
1: going to happen. Be smart. Right. Know, so, know, your, know so, your age. So succinctly. <laughs> <laughs> know, know your age, I guess, right? <laughs> know your age, who you're talking to. Mm? Yeah.
2: All right. All right. That'll it. do
1: it for us. I'm Coop. That's the professor. That's the mechanic. Right. Bet with your head, not with your heart. We are the line breakers. Now. So right. long,
2: folks.